BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. St. Xavier University is for students who want more out of their future. We pride ourselves on preparing graduates with the skills they need to succeed in life. Visit xxu.edu to start plotting your path to a brighter tomorrow. St. Xavier University, the best in you. Welcome to the Other Center Podcast presented by St. Xavier University. I'm always fortunate enough to be joined by our Bears insider, Josh Schrock. Follow him and check out all his articles. Follow him at Schrock underscore and underscore. Oh, damn it! Come on, always the Josh, it. I always want to go <laughs> follow him at Josh underscore. It's like, ah! The minute you get it right, I'm going to change it to Josh. <laughs> the minute you get it right, I'm going to change it. Alex is out enjoying his life. He will tell you when he returns. Um, Tony Gill is running the show, and uh, we got quarterback chatter today. All right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start off one with my man here, Josh Schrock's article about Schrock. I meant to say Schrock article (laughs) (laughs) about about the quarterbacks chosen last year. Now, I don't understand why he still includes Davis Mills, but that's on him. (laughs) But he lists where he he ranks where he believes. The quarterbacks drafted in the last year draft, including, of course, our Justin Fields here in Chicago. Will mm-hmm. there be at this upcoming season? Is, is this after the season, Josh, I take it? or No, it's just it's going in right now. It's for that going right in now. right now. Going yeah. in right now. Okay, because now yeah. it actually changed how I kind of felt about how I was rearranging it. So, that okay, I got you. Yeah, so I, I really just went off how they performed last year and then, like, how I view their potential. It's okay. kind of a mix. Yeah. And th- then later on, we're going to dive into ESPN's Jeremy Fowler's top 10 quarterbacks in this upcoming season and kind of make our own list about where we would rank those quarterbacks or any quarterbacks that are in the NFL. So we're going to be quarterback heavy with the UC today. So, all right. That's right. Let's start off with my man, Josh. So, Josh, mm-hmm. you have, of course, Mac Jones, who, who mm-hmm. should be number one. Yeah. The New England Patriots rookie quarterback from last year um, had the best season out of all the quarterbacks. So tell us yeah. going in uh, to this season why you have Mac Jones still ranked at number one. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just based on, I mean, he had a really, really good stretch last year. There was an eight-week stretch where, I mean, I mean, they played a bunch of bad teams, but they, they won all those games and he was picking them apart. And I thought he played really well given the limitations that the offense put on him and Bill Belichick clearly put on him. He was like, you know, hey, we're like third and six. It was like, we're running, we're running power. Like, you're absolutely not going to turn the ball over. And I think him playing as well as he did with that kind of handcuff was was really impressive. Now he's got to get better. Uh, I mean, the, the arm strength has to get better. And, of course, he's doing, you know, the every athlete thing of like, hey, it's the offseason. Look at me. I'm shredded. I've been working out, which is like, hey, props. We love it. Thanks for doing your job. Um, but I, I was just really impressed. And he came in the most NFL ready, right? Everyone said that. I think his ceiling's a little bit lower than everyone else's. But just given what we saw, the accuracy – uh, the smarts. Uh, I was just really impressed. And I think if they get him another weapon or two and kind of, um, you know, get the handcuffs off him, if it's Joe Judge or Matt Patricia, whoever's calling the offense this year, um, he could have a big year. I wonder, and you mentioned arm strength. I yeah. wonder, I won't say leap, 
But I wonder what type of improvement, because back in the days, you really yeah. couldn't improve Armstrong. But we've seen since Tom Brady, basically, the last 20 years that guys come into the league and also just arm slots. Look at what Tedford yeah. did with Aaron Rodgers and Rodgers mm-hmm. got to Green Bay, how his natural throwing angle just provided him more distance and accuracy and yeah. everything. So I'm I'm with you. I'm interested to see with Mac Jones because the brains and everything's there. It's the touch, just, it's, yeah. yeah, especially in, you know, the East Coast when the wind gets to win. And, you know, yeah. you mentioned that 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 uh that that uh Bills game where he only yeah. had three passes, which yeah. you can't you can't win in the NFL if your quarterback you you fear right. for him to throw if the weather's bad it's in intimate weather. So I mean, that, you saw I'm, the in that in that game the Bills were just like whatever Josh Allen just rip it, right. rip it through the wind, and the Patriots were like no, nah, absolutely not. No, that's not <laughs> all ducks, all ducks. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Hidden home, of course, you have Justin Fields, number two. Mm-hmm. Why do you have Justin Fields, number two, going into the season? A lot of people would probably still have him behind Wilson mm-hmm. and Lawrence. So I kind of had – it was like a T2 situation with Lawrence. I think both him and Justin, I just – last year was a wash. Like, I don't even remember watching Trevor Lawrence. I had to go search highlights because Urban Meyer, like, couldn't find Aaron Donald on film, and Trevor Lawrence was just thrown to the wolves. Like, yeah, I just – and same with Justin Fields, Matt Nagy, you know, you watched it. I've had to go search highlights, you know, from the Bay last year. But Sorry. I found some yeah, <laughs> but I found some stats um from Fields that I thought was was really impressive to kind of give him the edge over Lawrence for me, just how he performed weeks eight through eighteen, which I think was like four starts for him. But uh just a couple numbers, not to get too number heavy, but per PFF, um Fields overall grade in his last five games was seventy six point nine and the passing grade was seventy one point one. Those ranked ninth and 11th in the NFL, which is pretty good. Um, he led the NFL um, in passer rating when outside the pocket. He had a passer rating of 138.5 on rollouts, which led the NFL. He was tied with Aaron Rodgers for second in the NFL in big-time throw percentage, and that number went up um, on throws that were des- designated as in rhythm, um, which Luke Getzey's offense is designed to get you in more in rhythm throws. And then he only had a turnover worthy play rate of 2.9%, which was seventh lowest in the NFL. And that went down to 1.1% when in rhythm. So all those numbers over the second half of the season um, just show that Justin Fields really was learning and really was growing despite kind of the constraints put on him by a bad offensive line and Matt Nagy just refusing to adjust. Wow. That, damn. If I disagreed, yeah. I feel like you brought me over to to that side. Look at the look at the facts that my man is hitting you with when you try to come for him. Or don't, <laughs> don't. All right, just don't. Yeah, we go all deep. Right. We, we go deep on the analytics, and and I just I still really believe Justin Fields has a really high ceiling um, if put in the right offense. All right, and Trevor I believe the Lawrence. same about Trevor Lawrence. I believe the same about Trevor Lawrence. To be honest, I think Josh, who has yeah. better weapons right now? Would you Trevor say Lawrence. between Trevor Lawrence? Okay, that's what I was going to Tre- say too. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, they got yeah. they they went and got Christian Kirk. Right. They sold Lavisca Chenault. Um, who else they signed? They signed a I don't forget what tight end they signed. They signed a tight end. Travis Etienne's going to be back. James Robinson's a really good running back. Like it's they, it's they a pretty. They bring in OJ Howard. Who? I, well, maybe I'm wrong. They brought in a tight end. I don't remember okay. who it was. Um, I don't think it was OJ. They might have been OJ Howard, but they brought in was it Ebron Evan Evan Ingram? I think it was Evan Ingram. Okay, um, but yeah, I, I think Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence has uh, a lot of good weapons. Like Doug Peterson's a really good offensive coach, right? He's going from Urban Meyer, who didn't know his left hand from his right hand, and was at a steakhouse for most of the year, um, not actually game planning, to Doug Peterson. So I'm I'm pretty bullish on what Trevor Lawrence is is going to bring because the talent's there, right? You don't get labeled the next John Elway, Dan Marino, Peyton Manning if you, if you're not talented. So um, I'm, I'm I'm bullish on him. And like I said, it was T two, but I'll, I just get Fields and all just because all those numbers I listed off. 
So wait, you can't be a big Zach Wilson guy if you I'm have not. him fourth because he has all the weapons now. He does. Well, I know we but haven't it was, seen it, but go, but th- go things were things were bad though last year. Like I think there's, <laughs> I mean things were just they just were not they just were not good. The the turnover worthy play percentage was 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 really bad. And I, I do give him credit because I mean the end of the season only two picks, five touchdowns. So he did kind of bounce back because I think the, the first like six, seven week stretch when he was abysmal, that can really wreck a young quarterback. So I give Zach Wilson a lot of credit for not not folding. Um, but I just I'm just not I've never been a big believer just because his draft status was only based off one year where he only played not power five competition because of covid. Like he wasn't a fir- he wasn't even a top you know, first or second round pick the year before. Everyone was like, yeah, Zach Wilson. I know he's kind of injured, like arms fine, but you know maybe it's a day three pick. And then he plays a bunch of bad teams, tears them apart. And everyone's like, yeah, he could be the next Patrick Mahomes. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, it's right. it, it's fine, but like I'm not I'm not obviously automatically going to be like, yeah, I like him better than Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence, who were the consensus one two guys for a year and a half before the COVID season. Totally. Even you could almost say going back to high school that they yeah. were basically the number one. Yeah, they jockeyed for number one prospect, number one pick. Yeah. Yeah. So then followed up by Trey Lance, who I'll say this mm-hmm. weapons wise and coach wise. Now, yeah. of course, the season hasn't started, but mm-hmm. when you're looking at Shanna God, as you call him, I mean, that's <laughs> the guy that you want drawing up plays for your rookie mm-hmm. quarterback and taking yes. the ball out of his hand with that his, the sexy run game yes. that Shanahan employs. But you have mm-hmm. him at number five. Why? Yeah, the five for me with Trey Lance is just it's it's an unknown. Like we didn't see a lot of him last year. Um, I think we both agree that Trey Lance and Mac Jones found themselves in the best situations coming out of the draft. Like Trey Lance landed in the perfect situation. Like you said, great quarterback coach, ton of weapons, didn't have to start right away, could sit and learn and watch, no pressure. But I mean, I wrote in there, there's been whispers this off whispers this offseason about maybe arm fatigue. The 49ers have been tinkering with his delivery. Um, trying to shorten it up. And there's been talk of, you know, he's had to take days off. Maybe 49ers coaches have anonymously shot that down. So we haven't really heard an official statement on it, but it's just something to watch. And he just didn't get the times he did play last year. And I was, I was there to watch it. It was very clear how raw he was super raw guys, incredibly talented, has a rocket arm, super athletic, but even, I mean, they he started against the Texans and you could tell Kyle Shanahan gave him 10, 12 plays. That was it. Hey, we're just going to run these 12 because that's all like mm-hmm. Nano. Whereas like Jimmy Garoppolo, ceiling lower, but 30, 40 plays, you know, the entire thing. So I just don't, I don't know what to expect from Trey Lance. I think the ceiling is really high and the floor is really low. And we're going to find out. Oh, let me ask you this. I, I, yeah. I, I know that you said we're going to find out, mm-hmm. but off of your, off of the belief in Kyle Shanahan, where do you believe yeah. his floor is? I mean, it's, it's certainly higher with Kyle Shanahan than if he had been, you know, drafted by the drafted here right? yeah, yeah. or even here. Yeah, sure. I wasn't yeah. going to say it. I'll, I'll let you say it. It's okay. It's uh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's certainly, it's certainly higher. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan raises everyone's floor. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is only as good as he showed probably because of Kyle Shanahan, like Jimmy Garoppolo's arm talent's not that good. He's a pretty average quarterback, but Kyle Shanahan makes him good because the play calling is just that good. So um, I think if it all clicks, Trey Lance can be really, really, really good. And if it doesn't all click, he can probably still be okay. Kyle Shanahan. You just, I just had a fantasy in my head <laughs> and it was just created of what happened if Justin Fields was gone and the bears drafted Trey Lance and yeah. Matt Nagy pulled the messy pull last year and Trey Lance oh. was forced into action. No, it would have been, been 
one year of college football in the lower no. level the year before, oh yeah. my, would have been a no. disaster. It would have been. It would have been, been, been a tough watch. It would have been right. a tough watch. Tough scene. Like, yeah. Woo. Yeah. All right, shout right. out to Justin. We appreciate it. Then, lastly, for some reason, and I mean, I love his name and all his first name, but you have yeah. Davis Mills. Um, I just, I just had, to, I just had to add him. Just, he's, start, he's getting starts. The Texans are going to try it out. Why respectful, not? you're respectful. Yeah, I'm respectful. I'm not going to not include him, but he's at six for a reason. He's, he's okay. All Go right. for him. Get your reps. Get your money. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. All right, because we don't have to linger on Davis Mills. Lovey, I hope he <laughs> performs well for you, but. Yeah, whatever. So, look, let's transition now. Uh, as I mentioned, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler had a survey for 50, uh, 50 of the league's uh, executive coaches and scouts and players. Uh, he's doing top tens, and this the first one was for the quarterback. So I'm going to run through real quick how he listed them. Aaron Rodgers is one. Patrick Mahomes is two. Jo- uh, Josh Allen is three. Tom Brady is four. Joe Burrow, five. Uh, Matthew Stafford, six. Justin mm-hmm. Herbert, seven, um, Russell Wilson, eight, Deshaun Watson, nine, and Dak Prescott pulling up the rear at 10. And he had his honorable mentions also, which was Lamar yep. Jackson, Derek mm-hmm. Carr, and Kyler Murray. Um, yep. So, yeah, that's that's his list, which I think was a pretty good list, but it's yep. not my list. So <laughs> yeah. I definitely have to run down my list, and you tell me what you think about my list. All right, Okay, go for it. Hit me. So I have Patrick Mahomes as number one. Come Put some back. respect on his name. Aaron Rodgers at this point. I'm, no, Patrick Mahomes no. has done more in the playoffs than Aaron Rodgers has done in the last three or four years at least. All right. Yeah. Last I do time we have, saw last time we saw Aaron Rodgers, he was stinking up the joint. I was there. To, this that's the second. That's two years in a row. The last yeah. playoff game he was in, he was not the dude he was supposed to be necessarily. Three, three, three years. Three years. Correct. Correct. You're right. You're right. You're right. I I, I I I used to have an affinity for him. So please forgive me. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is number two on my list. Um, Josh Allen is number three. Um, now, right here is where I kind of flipped oh, no. it. Oh, yes, no. yes, yes. Oh, no. And I was going to run with it. I'm going to go Joe, Joe Burrow over Tom Brady. Because, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to just tell you why. I feel like if I had a lesser team, and mm-hmm. both of those these men have, have uh, resources around them when it comes to talent, I feel like I've had a lesser team than Joe Burrow's youth just to let me be honest with you, Joe Burrow could take more of an ass whooping than Tom Brady could at this moment in his career, being as young yeah. as he is. So that's kind of why I was looking at it. Take away what they have. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't compare it to Brady being the GOAT when it comes to quarterbacks or whatever. But I feel like even though – and I, look, I was mad, you know, last year at Sean mm-hmm. McVay for not throwing Jason Voorhees, Tom Brady, down an endless pit and drop the Empire State Building on top of him and then blow that up when he almost let him back into the playoff game. And I'm like, it's Tom Brady. You can't do this, right? So I'm he, did let, he, did let, he did let him back in the game. He did. They tied, Look, I was, they tied it up. <laughs> Sean McVay, me and Sean McVay will never be be compatible after that. It was like you you did this with him. Like it's a lot of quarterbacks you could be like, all right, we're gonna cruise. Not him. Like that's the one guy you can't play that game with at all, and you almost did it. But I still have to say, and it could be it, it could be Super Bowl uh, relevancy as far as just recency bias is what I'm trying to say. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put Burrow on my list. Uh, for this season ahead of Tom Brady. I'm, Brady's in my top five. I'm not totally dissing him, all right? Up now, I flipped it again, all right? from Because mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, ah, Fowler had um, Stafford Herbert. I went mm-hmm. Wilson, Russell Wilson at six, Matthew Stafford at seven, Justin Herbert at eight. 
is how I went down my list. Now I'll say this: I would elevate Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. I could elevate. I could elevate Justin Herbert into the top six and move around Brady, Burrow, whatever. But he hasn't won enough. He has all the talent in the world. What do you, what do you, what do you want him to do? He, it's not his fault they can't stop the run. He doesn't play defensive tackle. But, but look, it's, it's did you did other... you did, dude? Oh my go god, ahead, dude, don't even start. Did you watch? Did you watch the last game against the Raiders when he he did everything possible? He's I'm, like I'm, he's I'm, ripping I'm, bullets on fourth and seventeen to extend drives, and then the defense is like, hey, "I'm with you. Don't worry about it. Don't I'm, worry about I'm it." Totally, I'm totally with you. All right, because oh. I put it like this. I'm saying this: Josh Allen wouldn't be as high on this list. As, as far as if his team, and I know he has a better defense, but if his and Joe Burrow, if their teams didn't play to the level of, the, of where they played last year, I wouldn't have them ranked this high. So that's yeah. I'm just I, that's what I'm using when it comes to, to Justin Herbert. I'm okay. just using that where okay. partially still, and you're right, he doesn't play defense, but sometimes you just got to keep scoring, baby. But uh, I mean, just <laughs> look at listen, look at Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes last year. What did they do, Josh? It was whoever gets the ball at the end of the game, right? No defense was played out there. Nobody was playing deep. All right, <laughs> nobody, let me, nobody plays. Nobody plays. You're coming from the West Coast. You're biased. All right. So <laughs> exactly. So my nine is is Dakota Prescott, Dakota Rain Prescott, and my ten. I'm gonna put yep. some respect back on his name. Lamar Jackson is my number ten. Yeah. Because at least he did play last year, unlike somebody yeah. suspected. Look, no, D- look, Deshaun Watson's disqualified. Right, totally. disqualified. he can't. Didn't he can't be on the that. list. I don't want to hear. It. I just don't want to hear. It. He didn't play last year. He might not play this year. Exactly. He's going so to keep on putting him on the list. <laughs> yeah. So he's not on. He's not on my list. So okay. So go ahead. First critique. Is there? Do you have anything else to hate on my list? What else do you do you like or dislike about my list, Josh? No, it's. A, I mean, it's a solid list. I think we have. Um, I mean, yeah, we have all the same names. Um, I mean, Mahomes is the clear cut number one. I don't understand. Like all of a sudden they don't go to the Super Bowl one year and it's like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're and you're going to um, give I, it to a guy that's been to the Super Bowl last time when? Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I have, I have, Bra- I have Brady at two. Okay. I, I think, I mean, 5,300 yards, 43 touchdowns. I mean, the, I, I just, I cannot get past the fact that Tom Brady is going to retire before we see him suck. Right. Like he's just gonna call it quits and be really good and be like, yeah, I'm done. Like you right. have to go to like fifty to like we actually see him be Peyton Manning and fall off a cliff. It's a, it's wild. Uh, then I'd have Rodgers, good. Like I said, the last couple, like I was at that that San Francisco 49ers that NFC playoff game, and man, you cannot be scoring ten points. You can't. I just don't want. I just don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear MVPs. I don't want to hear any about. No, I don't want to hear it. Uh, Allen four. Josh Allen's incredible, but. We'll see. I got Herbert at five. I just think he's. I think he's so he's so good, and their defense was so bad. And I know he's got like look. I'll give you like they can't lose to the Texans. I complete. I completely admit you cannot go and lose to the Texans. I can't. I mean, he didn't give up the forty points. I but mean, he, tools wise, tools wise, you yeah. can put him number one. All yeah. right. Tools wise, all no, right. I, I, like, I, I want to see a transition there, to there, W. There are, yeah, there are certainly games where you're like, man, you cannot lose that. Um, even if the defense is bad, like you just got to put fifty on the Texans and call it a day. So I'm with you there. Right. Uh, I got Burrow at six. I love Joe Burrow. How can you not love Joe Burrow? Uh, Stafford seven. Lamar, Lamar's. I I don't understand the Lamar Jackson hate. The man has an MVP. He played twelve games last year. They were in the playoff hunt until he got hurt. Like he's he's damn good. I don't understand it. I don't understand what. Russell Wilson, he can be grandfathered into my list, but he needs to be better. He's kind of going this way. And if the Bron- 
I hear a lot of Broncos hype, but I need to go this way. Okay. Uh, and then 10, it's a t- I have Dak, Kyler, and Carr all in that area. Take your pick. I, see, I thought I, about I, Kyler. I'd probably, go, I'd probably go with Carr. I figured you would. I figured you would. Kyler, just two back-to-back seasons of, like, really bad in the second half. Really bad. And I don't know if it's the size getting beaten up or what is – I mean, I can't get the playoff game out of my head. What, they lose 34-8? to eight? Yeah. Terrible. Man, it was t- Ter- terrible. It was, it was dreadful. Look, And I, th- I think Dak Prescott is Kirk Cousins. They're the same, they're the same, better than Kirk they're Cousins. They're the same people. They got the same stats. One plays for the Cowboys. One plays in Minnesota. I feel like – One Dak, person says – <laughs> I think I he's know. better than Kurt. I think he's. I think he has a little bit more of it than Kurt does. That's what I just. No, and I'm not I, a Dak guy. I'm not a no, like I, I man. See, I can see that. I can see Dakota. that. I'm not. But I think he has a little bit more. Well, I think it's more system based and talent around him. I'm not saying that Dak doesn't get off with the talent that's around him, but I yeah. do think like you see what happens when Dak is not there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I guess with, in yeah. Minnesota, we haven't seen Cousins out for an extended amount of time, so we don't know with the amount of talent that he has around him how they would float yeah. or succeed or fail. But I feel like Dak has a little bit more of it than – he's always kind of been like my 10th best. He's always been around there for me. For yeah, the he just ho- hovers in that Yeah, area. he just hovers yeah, right yeah. around there. And with, yeah. with Kyler, I'm with you. The second half are always an issue, and it's the reason why I wouldn't have drafted him where I feel like it could be size – feel like also coaching with Kingsbury where the, the defense kind of know exactly more what's going on from the more of the wrinkles. There's, that no, probably there's, no, there's no adjustments. They just run right. the same things. They just so, run the same things. Yeah, so that's why yeah. – I mean, I, just, I think he, I, I get why Fowler gave him the, the mention. But out of mm-hmm. – and with Derek, my problem with – like Derek's going to have to prove to me this year now – He's yeah. Derek for real now because you have no – there's no question now that you got your man at Devontae Adams. Yeah. Now you should – you should be actually – he should be able to have the Raiders play above their talent level. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's where – if he now if he does that, he's definitely on my list. But he has yeah. to do that for him to get into my top ten because it's like we've been waiting for, for Derek since really his second year in the league to kind of be that MVP guy before he got hurt or whatever. And he's had, he's had a lot of excuses, right? Right. Right. Oh, line's Punch. bad. The coaching was not good. We didn't have a number one receiver, you know, everything. X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. He got into the playoffs last year despite everything they went through. And now, right. now he's got his now he's got his boy, right? Him and Devontae are like this. So exactly. So you have to do it. Prove this. So yeah. if, if he if he excels with Devontae, he'll definitely probably knock Dak. Because I don't think Lamar is going to come off this list next year in my my book. No. He'll knock no. Dak probably off of here, or depending on what. Russell Wilson and Matt Russell, Stafford because yeah. I feel like we're giving Matthew Stafford a huge pass, and I was giving yeah. him a pass because he was a, he was a, a, the, the Lions quarterback get, all those years. He gets but, a you get the, you get a big bump. You go and win a Super Bowl. You get a big right. bump. You're right. Big bump. You get a big bump. And he made the throw. Right. He made the throw. Right. He made the throw, but he, I made mean, the he throw. also put them in situations where it was like, what that's, the hell? That's that's the Matt Stafford thing. I know. I yeah. and that's the problem, Josh. That's <laughs> the sure, problem. No. Yeah, uh, that's why the, that's why there's probably a gap right in between. That top tier and him. Definitely. All right. Yeah. So before we so get wait, out of here. No, question, question for you about this. I didn't even do your list. No, no, we did do yours. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just did my list. Yeah, yeah. So where would you want to see Justin Fields ranked at the end of this season? For it to be assessed? Because because we're thinking right now he's in the, you know, whatever, mid-20s, right. low 20s, in the 20 to 24 range. Where would you want to see him ranked? at the end of the season to be like, that's the guy. 13, 
to thirteen. I don't. I don't think he can get to nine. No. Yeah. Not with this. Not with this. Not with this. Staff. Staff. If he can. If he can get around. Thir- yeah. If he when he can get outside of the top ten yeah. and and get to around thirteen, like that Ryan Tannen, like, that that Tannehill range. Right. You know what I'm like saying? That 13, I, that 14 would, range. Yeah. Get around 13 or 14. That's where I would, because that means he, 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 he took the, the talent that he had and put it on another level as far as the players around. He helped, he yeah. helped the team by raising the players around him with his own yeah. talent. So yeah, for like me, he, and that's he can be around Mac. Too, he has to be around Mac Jones. Like Mac right. Jones is in that like 15. Exactly. Right totally, he can totally. be in there. He's, yeah. That's fine. He's where if the season ends and he's where we're looking at, you know what? The Bears had. Some games broke the wrong weight, and the Bears won seven games. But you can see two or three games that they could have had. And look at what you know, basically what Justin did, and something went the wrong way. If this, if that's the narrative of this year, I think they're heading with their quarterback in a real positive direction. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So for, sure. for you, where do you, where would you realistically say that Justin would have to rank for you to feel like he's trending in a positive direction after this upcoming season, Josh? Yeah, I think somewhere like in the Cousins, Mac, Tannehill, like that 13 to 17 range yeah. is probably where you want to see. Because like you said, he's not going to be in the Kyler, Derek Carr range. He's not going to be in the Wilson range just because they're not like he's not going to have enough around him. And I, I think even if the wins don't, I think they could go four and 13 and he could end the season and be like the 16th best quarterback because he has that talent. I don't think win, wins don't equal, you know, they don't show talent. We've seen Deshaun Watson. Not to mention right. him again, go you know, four right. and twelve and be the fourth best quarterback in the NFL. So right. I think I think if you if he's in that thirteen to seventeen range, the Bears can head into the draft thinking, okay, we don't have to address quarterback. What you don't want to see is him stuck, right? If he's right. in that twenty range again and you really don't know, that's death. You'd rather him be in the twenty eight range and then go draft someone. True. Oh, yeah, that's totally. My only yeah. thing with the wins is this though, Josh, with their mm-hmm. with the schedule that they have coming yes. up. If he plays the way that we believe, I think they'll get more wins than we expect yeah, initially. I agree. I mean, they you should. basically both said that they can win six games to seven games possibly this sure. upcoming season. But if he nails that and it's based off of his play, I, I think the defense definitely has to be clicking. But it's really that you it's the defense is playing well, but Justin has that it where teams are worried about what he's gonna do. If the, yeah. if that's the if that's how this team plays this year, they're trending in a positive direction, in my opinion. Yeah, and he makes the plays in the fourth quarter to win those games because it's not like those games are those games are going to be close. Like they're not, right. they're, like they're not going to be blowing a lot of people out. So the great that's a great question, Josh. Man, good one to end us yeah. out on that one, man. Good. Sure. So uh, Tony Gill, of course, is bringing back for this episode uh, the podcast review of the day. It's the podcast review of the day. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Uh, uh, an off-season staple of uh, the Understander Podcast. So, <laughs> thanks a lot for you guys for uh, having me on. Appreciate you guys. Um, our white podcast review today comes from Bruce and a bunch of ones. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us four stars, and he says, "White Sox talk." Why? We talking about the White Sox, and that's the end of the podcast review. Oh uh, man, I'll tell you right now, it's it's. I'm sorry, but it's my home team. Um, baseball is near and dear to my heart, even though I really haven't locked in this year because 
one I was busy with football in the draft and then everyone was complaining about it. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that with the rest of y'all. Cause man, White Sox Twitter is terrible, right? Like it's one of the worst things to look at with all my White Sox people like, like Zoe, like Herb, like Fox, like Nolan, like it is bad business. It's, looking a, at bad, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bad place, and I just got here. It's, it's a bad place. It's down bad. It's not good. That's why. That's why. Again, it's a football Ooh. podcast, but Ooh. give give us a little leeway, all right? It's, it's, ju- it's, ju- it's July. It's not like we're talking about baseball in December. Right. right. Yeah, that'd be, that'd, be, that'd be different if we were, like, having – in-depth White Sox talk yeah. in the hot, middle of a Bears hot, season. Hot stove talk in week 13. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but That's what we need. But, like, I mean, obviously, Josh, uh, you, you just moved here. You're getting, yep. you know, used to the culture and the sports culture here. Yep. Uh, but for, you know, for Ken and for Alex, uh, and when um, Eric comes through, Strobel, you guys, he, he got a promotion. He didn't, you know, go away. He's doing b- bigger and a lot and a lot of great things at NBC Sports. Like we're Chicago sports fans. So some of that stuff is going to leak, you know, into this, especially with, you know, a team that has you no know, championship aspiration that's not living up to those things. We're going to, we're going to, that's some of that stuff is going to leak, you know, in, and, into the content, you know? And they're, they're losing in just such incredible fashion. Like yeah. it's not like boring losses. It's just like every, <laughs> every day is like a Mona Lisa of losing. Right. It's incredible. Crazy. Even I have to watch and I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you I have just, a favorite baseball team, Josh? Do you have a favorite baseball team? Uh, Red Sox. Oh, damn. Um, so. But hey, like I said, as I said when I started, my fanhood is up for sale. Anyone can pay me. I have a Venmo, and I will, I will rep, I will rep your team. White Sox, Cubs, we'll go. <laughs> the crazy we'll go. part is the fact that he just made us talk White Sox and baseball, and he didn't want to hear. So, I, I, did you really want to hear? Was that what you were kind of doing? Was mm-hmm. this reverse psychology on us, real quick? And he gave us four stars anyway. So, obviously, he liked yeah. it. He likes yeah. the White Sox talk. We appreciate it. What was his yeah. name again? Bruce. And then it, it's Bruce literally one, 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 Bruce one. Ones. Call him Bruce Ones. Yeah, Bruce Thanks. Ones. Thanks, Bruce Ones. <laughs> appreciate it, Bruce, man. You have a good one. All right, guys, that's it for the Under Center Podcast. Rate, follow, review, comment like Bruce. Uh, hit us with the five-star or the four-star, no lower. Um, and if you're betting, please use points bet. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So... Do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.